Welcome to Have You Heard? An IDF Podcast. This podcast is a service of the Immune Deficiency Foundation, a nonprofit organization that improves the diagnosis, treatment, and quality of life of people affected by primary immunodeficiency. People living with PI are the zebras of the medical world, and the IDF community is one big zebra herd. IDF Walk for Primary Immunodeficiency is more than just a fundraiser. It's a community of dedicated advocates and fundraisers across the country who helped IDF raise over $2.5 million since the event's inception in 2013. And that community is built on a foundation of teams and team captains. A team captain is responsible for leading, unifying, and encouraging a team of effective fundraisers. In today's episode, we'll get an inside look into what it takes to run a successful fundraising campaign. All right, let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode, Successful Fundraising and Team Building, Learning from an IDF Walk for PI Team Captain. My name is Ashley Ferreira, and I'm happy to introduce myself as the Development Manager of Events here at the Immune Deficiency Foundation. I'm excited to be your guest host for today's podcast episode. One of IDF's many great initiatives, and a personal favorite of mine, is the IDF Walk for Primary Immunodeficiency, an event that unites all members of the PI community to help create better lives for those living with these rare chronic disorders. The dollars raised by IDF Walk for PI ensure that IDF can continue to provide educational resources and programs at no cost to individuals and families, power critical patient-focused research, lead the way in grassroots advocacy, and fight to improve diagnosis and access to treatment, all while bringing the entire PI community together to remind them that they are not alone. You can register for an IDF Walk for PI in your area as a participant or as part of a team. Many teams are created for the walks and are led by enthusiastic team captains. With us to discuss being a team captain is Rachel Novak, the team captain of Cats Peeps who participates in the Boston Walk. Rachel is mom-turned-advocate of Catherine, who is diagnosed with PI at age 4. When looking for information to help explain Catherine's PI to teachers, Rachel came across the IDF website and found many great resources. Along the search, Catherine noticed IDF Walk for PI and thought it was a great way to support IDF. Together, they created Team Cats Peeps in 2019 and have been walking ever since. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks, Ashley. I'm super excited to be here with you guys today. Oh, well, we're even more excited to have you walking with us again this year. So I definitely want to start off by asking you about yourself. Can you share a little bit about yourself and your connection to PI? Well, like you had said, um, I have a beautiful daughter who is 13, just about 14 years old, who was diagnosed with a primary immune deficiency when she was four years old and began infusion treatments at Boston Children's Hospital. Um, and we also have two other family members. I have an aunt and a cousin who both also have the same primary immune deficiency as Catherine. So we, we walk for all three of them. Um, and in kind of looking for research to help her teachers better understand primary immune deficiency and the things that 
they maybe need to look out for during the school year for Catherine, things they can do to support Catherine. We had stumbled upon the IDF website and learned that there was a walk and learned that we could do things to help support and thought, why not? So that's where we are today. Wow, I love it. No, it's so great um, to, to have you be so supportive. And, and I'm happy that you were able to find IDS. You know, I think that that's always important to know that there's so many resources out there for you. And the fact that you're using the walk as one way to raise awareness, it's just so awesome. Um, so I know that you started walking in 2019. Um, can you share a little bit more about why you walk? Sure, absolutely. I think... In looking through the IDF website, when we had first stumbled upon it, we just really felt that the resources on there were so helpful and just really gave us actually, even to this day, I meet with her teachers before the beginning of the school year, and I'm very type A, so I give them handouts. Um, And in their handouts, I still have information that I had gotten from the IDF website that I pass along to the teachers, just informational stuff for them to look at. And for the past three years, I've also included our Cats Peeps, which is the name of our team, um, information so that if they are interested in donating or if they're interested in walking with us, um, they're more than welcome to do that. So we had just kind of stumbled upon the information and just my daughter really felt like this was just a great way for us as a family to get involved and us as a family to really spread the word and get the word out about primary immune deficiency and how it affects people of all walks of life. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's so cool how you take the walk for PI as kind of a family affair, right? Really the opportunity for all of you to really support your daughter on this journey and to show her that she's not alone. Um, no, really, that that's awesome. So who who's the team captain of Caps Peeps? Is it you, Rachel, or is it your daughter? Well, I, I guess I would say we're co-captains. Awesome. <laughs> um, I, t- I tend to be the behind-the-scenes fundraiser leader, and she's the she's the face. <laughs> she's the face of our team and um, kind of obviously the one that we are all here to support. And, and like I said before, it's a huge family endeavor for us. We are very fortunate that our entire family, um, both my side and my husband's side, are super supportive of my daughter and they are on our team and they walk with us and they fundraise with us and, you know, they're a huge support for her um, and, and myself because it's, you know, can be tricky also being a parent of a child with a primary immune deficiency. So we really, we have a phenomenal team. We have a phenomenal network of people that really go above and beyond to help us fundraise and help us walk and help support our entire family and our three family members that are working with the primary immune community. That is absolutely awesome, Rachel. And so we know that your team consists of family members. About how many members are on your team? How big is your team? Um, It's varied a little bit over the past three years, um, which is as long as we've been walking. Um, I think the first year we had a, a very large team. We had aunts, we had uncles, we had grandparents, we had cousins. Uh, I, we, I think we had 
three very close family friends and their families that walked with us. So we had, I would say we probably had 15 to 20 members of our walk team. Um, Last year, our team had decreased, I think, mainly just because of COVID and the concerns around that. We were extremely careful last year, even though it was a virtual walk. um, We were extremely careful about kind of who we exposed Catherine to and who we exposed our family to. So we kind of dialed it back a little bit. Um, But thankfully this year, I think we're back up to um, 10 or 11 team members um, that are fully vaccinated and we feel comfortable being around Catherine. So we're, we're kind of building it back up. That is so awesome. And we'll talk more about this a little bit later, uh, the virtual walk and how it differs from an in-person walk, but real happy to see that you stayed engaged each year. So do you have an idea of how much you've raised for IDF over the course of your Walk for PI journey? I was trying to think of that actually before we had begun. And I believe we are somewhere around the $12,000 range. Wow. That's wow. Pretty, I think, pretty decent. I think we do a pretty decent job. No, that is such an excellent job. You know, one of the things that that we tell our community member, every bit counts, and twelve thousand is definitely, a, you know, a great, a great amount that goes towards raising awareness for PI. So I do have to ask Rachel as a follow up to that: Have you been in order of the zebra? We have. We have been order of the zebra all three years that we have walked. Wonderful, wonderful. And what does that mean to you, being an order of the zebra? Well, I think, you know, I think it just means that we've done our best and worked hard to try to fundraise and get the word out and educate people as much as we physically could for the year. And I think, you know, it's also nice because we like the little medal and the little certificate, and that also makes us smile. Oh, of course. I know that I love my uh, medals and certificates. They would put a smile on my face. Um, Rachel, it's so great. And obviously, um, you know, raising awareness, it's so important. And I think that that's definitely something that helps drive you, you know, bringing awareness to the PI community. At our walks, we always like to tell our participants that we stride with IDF pride. Um, you've probably heard that message. I'm very sure you have uh, during your journey here with the Walk for PI. Can you tell me what that means to you? Well, I think I think it's walking with pride and walking with the pride that we are doing our best to help our community and we're doing the best to again, spread awareness. Um, We are so amazed and so proud of our daughter every single day. The hurdles that she has had to overcome with her primary immune deficiency and her other diagnoses. And we are just so proud of her and just in awe of her strength and resilience. And I think having this walk really highlights that. I really feel like it's kind of a great day to just really celebrate her and everybody in the PI community and just celebrate their strength and their resilience and their amazingness and how proud we are as family members to be able to share in the journey with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, I'm sure your daughter Catherine is absolutely 
you know, proud to have a mother like you who's really part of a support team that's just, you know, another important another important part of the journey with PI, right? And so knowing that you're striding with her to show not only your support of her, but also the support team, you know, that you are all together united. That's just wonderful. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break and we'll talk some more in just a few moments. No matter where you are along your journey, IDF wants to help you manage living with primary immunodeficiency, or PI. As a community-empowered organization, IDF can provide you with support, education, and resources to help you cope with a wide variety of issues related to PI, including physical and mental health, insurance, and relationships. For more information, please visit www.primaryimmune.org. Welcome back. Rachel from Team Cats Peeps is here to discuss her role as an IDF walk for PI team captain. I love that we got a formal introduction of you and your walk team, uh, Rachel, but now I'd really like to ask you some questions specifically about fundraising. You know, you mentioned that you've raised over $12,000 for the walk for PI. You've been order of the zebra uh, every single year. So I just wanted to know, what are some of the factors that you think contribute to your team's success in raising funds for the IDF Walk for PI? Well, I mean, obviously, I think one of our biggest positive things that we have going for us is we have an amazing support network and are kind of in life surrounded by amazing, generous, wonderful people um, that obviously go above and beyond to support Catherine and support our team and, you know, throw us what they can towards our goals of raising money and awareness. Um, I know obviously social media is huge. Uh, I spend a significant amount of time on social media posting about the walk, posting about why we walk. Um, We've had Catherine has made little videos about how her primary immune deficiency has affected her life and kind of why she walks. Um, Her older brother has also made videos and I've posted that on our social media about what it's like to be an older brother of somebody with a primary immune deficiency and kind of why he walks and why he supports his sister. So I think, you know, those things have been huge in our success for fundraising. I think, you know, really making it very personal and really trying to explain to the world at large why we walk and what benefits we get out of walking and how important education is and how important it is for people to kind of know more about primary immune deficiency. Um, We also try to do some fun raffles. We have a raffle going on right now for... $500 worth of scratch tickets. Um, So that's always a popular one that people, you know, hope to hope to win. Um, We're very fortunate to have some wonderful family and friends who often will donate wonderful things for us to raffle off. We have a wonderful friend who is an innkeeper and he will donate a weekend at his beautiful inn in New Hampshire for us to raffle off. So we just try to get as creative as we can with different fun activities for people that they might be interested in that we could raise a little money while doing it. 
Absolutely. So there's there's a lot to unpack there, Rachel, because you are using all of these fundraising techniques that are just so important in being successful, right? So one of the things that really caught my attention is how you mentioned that you really share with your network why you walk. And I think that's so important, right? Sharing uh, your reason behind it and not just for Catherine, but also your son sharing his experience as a big brother. I'm sure you sharing your experiences as a, a mother of, of a child diagnosed with PI. Um, you mentioned a network that you reach out to. Who does this network really consist of? Who, who exactly are you asking to, to help you raise funds for PI? What, what's your connection to? Well, our team um, does a phenomenal job, which is mostly consistent of our extended family, grandparents, cousins, aunts, uncles, and whatnot. Um, they also do a amazing job really putting it out there on their own social media. Um, and they also do a fabulous job of kind of putting why they walk, who they walk for, really, you know, kind of spelling out their connection with Catherine and how important it is, you know, to do this research and to have all of this information and to get the word out. Um, but also just even making it known in our community, uh, her teachers, my son's teachers, my husband's coworkers. I, I actually work for myself, so I don't have coworkers, but just kind of spreading the word as much as we can to pretty much whoever will listen. <laughs> No, I love it. I absolutely love it. And another another factor that you brought in there, right? It's it's not just you helping raise these funds. It's your whole team, right? It's a team effort. Absolutely. Yes. Again, our team is so great and so supportive and we have the most amazing friends and the most amazing family that really that really step it up and really go above and beyond to get the word out and to just be there to support Catherine. Absolutely, absolutely. So, a, a question to that, right? So, you're you're raising awareness. You know, you you said that you talk to anyone who's going to listen, right? About about PI and, and really just building that awareness. I'm sure, however, that sometimes when you ask, uh, you know, for help and fundraising, you probably don't always get a yes. You probably received a few no's. Um, if you don't mind sharing, especially for those who sometimes have a bit of a fear of asking for help to, to fundraise or for people who hear the answer no, what, what, what is that experience like for you? I mean, I guess all that I can think of is my grandfather always said, if you don't ask, it's always a no. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I think it's taken me a long time to have the confidence to just ask. And what's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is they say, no, thank you. And that's okay. So I think, you know, I usually when kind of approaching people, especially businesses or whatnot, I kind of preface it with, if it's a no, it's okay. That, you know, grandpa always says, if, if you don't ask, it's going to be a no. So I think that kind of breaks the ice a little bit with people and with businesses that they know that if if they can't right now, if it's not a good time for them right now, that they can say no and that that's okay. And I find that even when they do say no for whatever reason, when they are able to say yes, they they reach out. And they say, things have changed. Now we can say yes. How can we help you? And I think that's fabulous. 
that is absolutely fabulous. And again, in the process, even if they say no, you're still building awareness, right? And I think that that is just as important, letting people know um, that PI is out there. Um, so, you know, thinking about the, the no and all of that, you've obviously had much success with your walk team. But I do have to ask you, have you had any difficulties during your walk experience that you've had to overcome? I think the coronavirus has been a bit of a challenge. Um, we definitely were trying to pivot a little bit last year, especially. Um, we really kind of sat down as a family and as a team and really had to think about whether or not we were even going to fundraise and walk last year. We knew there were so many people that were so significantly financially impacted by the shutdowns and everything. We really didn't want to cause more of a burden to anybody. But at the end of the day, we decided that, you know, this was so important to us. And again, worst case scenario, people said no. And like you had said earlier, every little bit helps. So we made the decision to kind of continue on with that. But that definitely was a very difficult decision for us and was a little bit difficult for us to kind of manage and maintain. Obviously, we weren't approaching businesses. We weren't kind of out in the community because the community was shut down. <laughs> um, so that was definitely difficult. And it was a little bit difficult for us to kind of move from an in-person walk to a virtual walk and kind of what that was going to look like and how we were going to manage that. But we just kind of felt like we could keep plugging along and whatever was going to happen was going to happen. Absolutely. And of course, we're excited that you've joined us again for our virtual walk this year, uh, especially after having participated last year and still managing to be successful in your fundraising efforts, right? And, and like you say, every little bit counts. Um, you know, the coronavirus pandemic certainly impacted uh, a lot of individuals. And this is probably, you know, the Walk for PI was probably not something that we thought of immediately as something that would be impacted, but you still kept that focus. You still wanted to spread that awareness and that inspiration. So thank you, Rachel, um, and, and your team really for working so hard to continue that. Uh, you know, obviously it's not the same as in person. An in-person walk is very different from a virtual walk. But I do have to ask you, do you see any benefits to the virtual walks that maybe there weren't there before with the in-person walk? We only had the opportunity to do an in-person walk once. So, and I guess now we've only done a virtual walk once. So <laughs> I think we don't, we don't have too much of an experience with we've always done these in-person walks and now all of a sudden it was virtual. I will say the virtual walk I think has been a little bit easier for our team because our team actually comes from all over. We have two team members that come down from New Hampshire. Um, we have team members that are living on Cape Cod. We have team members kind of from all over. So we have found a little bit that our house is a little bit easier for them to get to because they know where we live. So not trying to find directions and whatnot. And we just kind of make an entire day of it. So they're here for the whole day. We do a cookout. Um, last year, it actually fell on my older son's birthday. So we have a friend who owns a restaurant and he brought his food truck and 
parked it in our lawn and it was great. And we just had kind of a nice day with our close friends and family and had pizza from the food truck. And it was just a very relaxed, easygoing day. Although we did miss the in-person walk because my daughter very much so enjoyed all the dancing and dancing with the zebra and really having a good time with new people. Absolutely. I mean, TZ has some real good dance skills. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. She she kept up, but I, I was impressed. <laughs> well, you know what, Rachel? I think what, what's fascinating about what you did last year is that it you still kept the sense of community, right? You had the food truck there. You had your family come from all over. And obviously being virtual, it's great for us to be able to connect across the country. Uh, do you have any other advice that you would like to share with other community members who are interested in becoming a team captain? Maybe maybe they're not sure if you know they should join the IDF Walk for PI because it is virtual. Uh, maybe they've always been afraid to fundraise. What, what advice? Can you give those individuals? Um, I guess my advice would be jump in and give it a try. I think that the IDF community has a ton of support and a ton of resources. And if they feel like they're in over their heads, there's definitely a great presence on Facebook and Twitter and even Instagram where they could reach out to other team captains and say, help me out here. Like, what do I do? And, you know, in my experience, everyone has just been so supportive and so helpful and email me right back or message me right back. So I think that if even for a hot minute, they're thinking maybe I say jump in, give it a try and see how it works out. They may love it and think it's the best thing that they've ever done. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel, for sharing your expertise on what it takes to be an IDF Walk for PI team captain. Uh, we know that you're an expert because you've already become an Order of the Zebra this year, and we've just kicked off our walk season. So thank you. We look forward to continue seeing all of your fundraising success. And of course, we also look forward to seeing Catherine at our virtual pep rally, sharing in on spreading the awareness, uh, having fun. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. And thank you to our listeners for being with us today. The Have You Heard podcast is part of IDF's work to empower the PI community through advocacy, education, and research. Continue to share this information and join us for more podcast episodes in the future as we explore the topics that mean the most to you. Until then, all of us here at IDF want to wish you good health and strength. And remember, the IDF community is rare and powerful. This podcast is a service of the Immune Deficiency Foundation. Special thanks to the IDF Walk for PI sponsors, our national presenting walk sponsor, Takeda, and our national walk sponsors, CSL Bearing, Griffles, Horizon Therapeutics, Octopharma, and Pfizer. If you like our show and want to learn more, please subscribe to this podcast so future episodes will be sent to your device automatically. To learn more about primary immunodeficiency and the PI community, please visit the IDF website at www.primaryimmune.org. For more information about IDF Walk for PI, 
visit www.walkforpi.org. And if you have a question you would like answered, email us at idf at primaryimmune.org. Thanks for tuning in.